Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Paul Temple from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Temple Intervenes, a new serial play by Francis Durbridge, produced by Martin C. Webster. Episode 6, Above Suspicion. Paul Temple the celebrated novelist and private detective, is investigating a series of murders committed by a notorious criminal known as the Marquis. Suspicion has fallen on Sir Felix Rayburn, the eminent Egyptologist, when he is reported killed in a motor car accident. On the night of the accident, Paul Temple, together with his wife, Steve, leave their flat for an unknown destination. Listen, if you don't tell me where we're going, I'll, I'll never speak to you again. Is that a promise? <laughs> where are we going? We are going to the Clockwise. The Clockwise? Yes. What's that? It's a nightclub. A nightclub? Mm-hmm. Why are we going there? We are going there because I have an appointment. An appointment? Who with? With whom, darling? Who with? Well, there's no use telling you, Steve, because you won't believe me. How do you know? Well, I know you won't. Uh, why don't you tell me and see? All right. I have an appointment with Sir Felix Rayborn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> with Sir Felix Rayborn? Yes. Oh, and here we are. But Paul, what on earth are you now, talking about? Now, darling, no more questions, darling, please. But Sir Felix is dead. Now, darling, no more questions. Oh, I think this is the place, sir. Yes, this is it. Now, how much do you want? <clears throat> well, you see what's on the clock, sir? I can... Yeah. <laughs> well, here we are. Oh, thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. Good night, sir. Good night. You'll mind the curb, darling. Paul, what sort of a place is this? It's a nightclub, my sweet. 
where all the men are men and all the women are vaguely familiar. <laughs> Temple. Hello, Gus. How are you? Oh, fine, Mr. Temple. Where's Maisie? Oh, hello, Paul. Oh, she's uh, here. Oh, Steve, this is Maisie Delaway, an old friend of mine. Uh, Mr. Temple? Oh, Maisie. I am glad to know you, Mr. Temple. I've heard a great deal about you. Paul and I are very old friends, you know. <laughs> yes, I rather got that impression. <laughs> oh, we met in Kansas way back in 19... Uh, Oh, 1931. <laughs> those were the days. <laughs> yes, those were the days. <laughs> yes, those were the days. <laughs> <laughs> well, <clears throat> how's the guest of honor? Oh, he's swell. Uh, he's a queer old bird, though. Mm -hmm. Say confidentially, Paul. What's the layout? Well, confidentially, Maisie. Confidential. I catch on. Mm -hmm. Well, you'll find him up on the second floor. Oh. It's the first door on the right. Just take the lift. Oh, thanks. Maisie seems a very close friend. Oh, I've known Maisie for years. She's just like a sister. She certainly made me feel like one of the family. Oh, darling. <laughs> but, Paul, seriously, is Sir Felix really alive? Yes. But I, I don't understand. Well, soon will. Hello, Mrs. Temple. Good evening, Mrs. Temple. Felix. Paul, I really think it's about time you did a bit of explaining. All right, darling, I'll explain. Now, all in good time. Are you all right, Sir Felix? You're quite comfortable here? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I'm oh. all right. Uh, uh, providing I don't have to stay here too long. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this Miss... Uh, <laughs> Miss Maisie Delaway, she's quite a character, isn't she? Yes, yes, quite a character. <laughs> yes, quite a character. Uh, uh, Mr. Temple, have you seen Sir Graham since we... No, no, I haven't, but there's nothing for you to worry about, Bradley. I've given you my word on that, and I shan't let you down. Oh, I know that, sir, but naturally I'm worried. Was all this necessary, Temple? It seems rather... <laughs> Uh, rather a melodramatic precaution, if you don't mind my saying so. I only wish to goodness someone would tell me what's happened. Well, I'll tell you what's happened, darling. A series of highly incriminating developments indicated beyond any shadow of doubt that Sir Felix was the Margaret. Most extraordinary. Accordingly, Sir Graham issued a warrant for his arrest. I knew this would happen, however, and I told Bradley that under no circumstances was Sir Felix to be arrested. The motor car accident was fake. Darling, so you can't hope to get away with I that. I don't hope to get away with it, Steve. Not indefinitely. But for 24 hours, perhaps even 48 hours, yes. And a lot can happen in 48 hours, Steve. I hope so, Mr. Temple. I sincerely hope so.
Uh, good morning, Sergeant. Uh, Mr. Temple's in your office, sir. He's been waiting since nine o'clock. Good morning, Sir Graham. Oh, hello, Temple. You're an early bird, aren't you? Ah, well, you know what they say about the early birds, Sir Graham. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the morning express? No, I'm afraid I haven't. Well, they've got a whale of a story. Oh. Whether there's any truth in it or not, heaven only knows. What is their story, exactly? Well, as far as I can gather, they seem to think Sir Felix isn't dead. Oh. Damn it, Bradley identified the body. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. Uh, that's all right, Ross. Come in. Good morning, Mr. Temple. Hello, Inspector. I've brought my report on the Bevensey affair, sir. Hasn't been typed yet, but... Oh, that's all right, Ross. I want to go through it first, anyway. Have you seen the Morning Express, Inspector? Uh, no, sir. Not this morning. Well, well, according to Sir Graham, they don't seem to think that Rayborn is dead. But, but he must be dead. Why, uh, Inspector Bradley identified the body. Well, nevertheless... It would be rather good news if Rayborn weren't dead. Wouldn't it, Inspector? Yes. Yeah, yes, indeed it would, sir. Yes. Oh. All right, you can leave this report with me, Inspector. Thank you, sir. Mr. Graham. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the envelope found on Roddy Carson? The one with the address on? Sir Felix Rayborn's address? Yes. Have you got it? Yes, yes, it's in this drawer here. Good. Ah, yes, here it is. Well, thanks. Now, Sir Graham... You remember the letter, the one that Story brought us, the one that was written by the Marquis to the Honourable Charles Surflane? Yes, yes, I remember it. Incidentally, we checked up on the handwriting. Yeah. It's exactly the same. Uh -huh. The same as this on the envelope, I mean. Well, now, compare the writing on the envelope with the writing on that report. The report that Inspector Ross gave you just now. What do you mean? Why, this report was written by Ross himself. Compare them. Compare them, Sir Graham. Good Lord, my... That exactly the same? Exactly. Temple. Mm -hmm. Temple. What the devil does this mean? I'll tell you what it means, Sir Graham. I'll tell you what it means. I that jingle, jangle, jingle. As I go riding merrily along, I've got spurs that jingle, jangle, jingle. Do, 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 oh. do, 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 do. Oh. Hello, darling, yes? Do stop making that awful row. What do you mean, awful row? I'm only having a shower. Roger Storr is here. He's in the drawing room. Oh, yes, OK. All right, I'll be along in a minute. Are we going out tonight? Yes, right here, later on. Tell Story I shan't be long, will you, Steve? You made me love you. I didn't want to do it. Oh, good evening, Temple. I, I got your message. I'm, I'm sorry I was out on your phone. Oh, that's okay. Oh, excuse this chaste-looking dressing gown. It's my wife's idea of what a popular novelist should wear. <laughs> oh, actually, I've, I've never been to China. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I get can I you a drink? Uh, no, thanks. You don't mind if I have one? No, huh? oh, no, no, of course not. Oh. You're sure you won't have a drink? Yeah. Yeah, that's certain. Oh. Well, <laughs> cheerio. Ah, oh, cheers. The story. Hmm? I asked you to drop in and have a chat with me because... Well, the fact of the matter is I... I want you to do me a favour. Oh, certainly. I, I think you know Inspector Ross by sight at any rate. Yes. Well, yes, yes, of course I know Ross. Well, what do you think of him? Eh? Oh, oh he seems a pleasant sort of chap. I don't know him really well. Why? 
Story. Story, I want you to, to trail Ross. What? I want you to make a daily report to me. Do you see? I want to know everywhere he goes, everything he does, and what sort of people he mixes with. Will you do that for me? Trail Ross? Hmm. Inspector Ross? Yes. But, but surely Ross is above suspicion. No. no one's above suspicion, Story, not even you. Or Ross, or Bradley, or, or Mrs. Clarence. Or even, even me, if it comes to that. Yes, but... Are you serious about this? Yes, perfectly serious. All right. Yes, all right, I'll do it. Where does Ross live, do you know? Yes, 49 Birchfield Avenue, Wimbledon. 49 Birchfield Avenue, hmm. Wimbledon. Oh. When do you want me to make a start? Tonight? I'd like you to. All right. I'll phone you tomorrow morning about 10. Okay? Yes, okay. To Ross. Good God. Pass the marmalade, darling. Hmm? The marmalade. Oh, oh, yes, the marmalade. I, I beg your pardon. Yes. You were with Sir Graham rather a long time yesterday afternoon. Did you, te did you tell him about Sir Felix? Oh, yes, yes, I told him. What did he say? Well, he, uh, he was rather surprised, to put it mildly. You know, darling, I can't see what you're up to. <laughs> well, that's something anyway, Steve. Yes, but <laughs> why pretend that Sir Felix is dead? I wanted to know whether Sir Felix was really the Marquis or not. But... I thought that you'd already decided that Sir Felix wasn't the Marquis. Did you, darling? Look here, Paul. Don't be mysterious with me, because... <laughs> because you know all the answers, eh, my sweet? Well, <laughs> oh, I know most of them anyway, so don't try... What is it, Price? I beg your pardon, madam. Uh, Sir Graham Forbes would like to see Mr. Temple. Oh, yes, all right. Bring some more coffee, Price, will you? Very good, madam. This is rather unusual at this time of the day, isn't it? Yes. Hello, Temple. Oh, come in, Sir oh, Graham. Oh, hello, Steve. I say, I, I didn't realise you were having breakfast. <laughs> well, that's all right. Don't do sit down, will you? And have some coffee? Yes, mm -hmm. thanks. I will. Good. You'll uh, find some cigarettes uh, on the table. Thank you. Black or white, Sir Graham? Hmm? Oh, uh, black for me, please, Steve. Temple. Yes? You remember that letter? The one that was sent to Sir Flane, the Honourable uh -huh. Charles Sir Flane? Yes. Well, apparently he's received another letter. Another letter? Mm -hmm. How do you know? Well, when I got to the yard this morning, Sir Flane was, was waiting there for me. Yes. He was with Bradley. Your coffee, Sir Graham. Ah, thank you, Steve. Apparently, he'd received this note late last night. You'd better read it yourself. Oh, thank you. Is the coffee all right? Fine, thanks. Have you a match, Steve? Oh, uh, no, it's all right. I've got my lighter. Well? What do you think of it? Well, I, I think this time, Sir Graham, he, he means business. Don't you think that he meant business last time? No, I... What makes you say that? Well, no one turned up at the station, did they? No, for the simple reason that the Marquis found out that Sir Flane had taken the letter to Story, and that Story had brought it to us. What does this letter say? Well, the message is on a plain piece of notepaper, and it's typed. It simply says, Dear Sir, this note must be taken more seriously than the first note I sent you, and it must be considered strictly confidential. The letters, letters written by you to a Miss Lorraine Curtis are still in my possession. They are still, in my humble opinion, worth precisely 7,000 pounds. 
I suggest, therefore, that having secured this amount, you meet me personally tomorrow evening, shortly after 8 o'clock, in the lounge of the October Hotel, Dalton Street, Kensington. The Marquis. Surely the Marquis wouldn't be there personally. Sir Graham. Sir Graham, why, what's the matter? What is it, Paul? Oh, I don't know. I... There's something wrong with, it, with this cigarette. No, 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 no. Right. Don't stand up, Sir Graham. I'll be all right once I... Look out, look out. He's going to fall. For heaven's sake, don't... What is it, Price? I, I, I beg your pardon, sir. But yes, well, what is it? What is it, Price? There's a lady call, called to see you, well, sir. Well, who is it? A Mrs. Clarence, sir. Is it Sir Felix Raven? Or Inspector Ross? Or Roger Story? Or Superintendent Bradley? Mrs. Clarence. Or... You've been listening to episode six of the new Paul Temple serial, Paul Temple Intervenes, by Francis Durbridge, with Carl Bernard as Paul Temple. The part of Steve was played by Bernadette Hodgson, the taxi driver by Hal Bryant, Maisie by Bessie Love, Sir Felix Rayborn by Ronald Simpson, Superintendent Bradley by Godfrey Baisley, Sergeant Leopold and Price by David Compton, Sir Graham Forbes by Lester Muddit, Inspector Ross by Edgar Norfolk, and Roger's story by Sidney Taft.